name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're finally at the doors of Great Lent, of Holy Lent. We've been drawing close to this time for the last four weeks. Our knocking on the door has been heard, and the doors of repentance are opening. And Adam's return to paradise begins what great Lent is for us, you know, immediately after this divine liturgy, we're going to see what that means that the doors open. Right after the divine liturgy today, we'll do a very short service, one of the very shortest services in the entire church year, but it's jammed up with Orthros and Lent, so it seems like, you know, extension. And forgiveness vespers. And when it's over, we'll exchange the mutual right of forgiveness with, with each other. Some of you are visiting today. Maybe not Orthodox even. Don't leave. You know? Some of you are, are kind of brand new here. You're like, I haven't offended anybody. You probably have, but even if you haven't, even if you haven't, even if you haven't, to go and the children too, to go before each one of us, each one here, and to say, forgive me a sinner. And to hear that response, God forgives. Adam's return to paradise. You know, what Adam couldn't do. What Adam couldn't do. You know, he couldn't say, Lord, forgive me the sin. You know? So what's open to us? A struggle. A struggle has opened to us. Through humble and secret work of repentance, voluntary ascetical labors, we'll seek to purify our hearts and become his dwelling place. Don't mistake the effort for the goal. Like the effort is going to be fasting and prayer. You're going to hear me encourage you to come to all the services you can. You know, like set aside all the worldly temptations and distractions smash your own phone before the deacon does like you know don't wake up with the phone don't go to bed with the phone like make some changes make some changes like we're back to the normal time not the unusual time we finally got back to normal time the time of lent why why like don't mistake all that stuff for the for the ultimate goal which is to see god to see god Fasting, we'll receive a little taste of death. Our bodies will be humbled. Prayer, to illumine the heart and soul and mind. Vigilance and perseverance to cleanse the senses. All for one ultimate goal. To have, you know, a heart that can see God. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So Great Lent becomes a path for us, the path of life. You know, with all the scripture we're going to read, all the services we'll attend, everything that gets kind of intensified in Great Lent, it's to show us how to acquire a pure heart. Why have a pure heart? In order to see God. Our God is the God of the heart. And the relationship with Christ is an inner relationship with the God who tries the hearts and reigns. So let us use Lent 
as a way to join ourselves to our sweetest Lord Jesus to follow him, to obey him, to know him better. The work of Lent helps us to see God. So great Lent is the conviction that it's high time to get back to normal, that we've been messing up for too long. We need to leave behind all the sins. And as one spiritual father said recently to a brother priest of mine, and I'm just taking it for good counsel for myself, and I've already told this to some of you, we need to rejoice in the little things and pray more. You know, in Greece, on Clean Monday, tomorrow, I wish I could say that the whole country goes to church. I don't think that's true. But the whole country doesn't work. They take Clean Monday off, Clean Tuesday off, and they're out in the park with their, I mean, they do go to church also, but they're out in the parks with their kids, they're flying kites. You may have seen in the uh, email, the schedule, it says kite flying is encouraged tomorrow. You know, maybe you can't take the day off tomorrow. It's too late. It's like, well, I wish I'd have thought about that a month ago or something. But if you're able to take tomorrow off, if you can carve out a little time, let's rejoice in the little things. Let's open our hearts to God. Like, just tell him what's going on. Let's do the prayers. Let's do the readings. You know, but let's not like, readings, check prayers, check kite flying, check. <laughs> I'm good. I've done my job. You know, now I'm on the path. Why? We're trying to purify the heart. Why? To see God. You know, not just to check the boxes. So if you're ready to begin this path, the Lord says, okay, you've had four weeks of preparation. If you're ready, there's only one last kind of precursor, one last thing to do. And he tells us today to forgive each other. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you, comma, semicolon, actually. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you yours. We do this in the uh, Our Father seven times a day, you know? Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive us as we if we're super stingy, we're basically saying, like, I don't really deserve to be forgiven, or I don't need to be forgiven. I'm good. If you forgive men, God will forgive you. If you don't forgive them, neither will your Father forgive you. That's a really hard, heavy word, you know? But it just, it, it's only heavy if you don't want to forgive. It's easy if you want to forgive. You're like, this is great. I like the exchange. I like the trade. This is a good thing. It's simple unless you're like kind of holding on to some hard, hard stuff in your heart, some coldness in your heart, some grudges. So for those that do that, this will be hard. And the way to warm this up is to forgive each other this morning. To forgive each other this morning. The Lord saves us so freely, not because of these external acts of piety, he does not save us because of the fasting. When you stand before the Lord, he's not going to be like, well, you had lots of sins and you kind of ignored me, but your fasting was excellent. <laughs> that is not going to be the judgment. We're not fasting to like get his attention. We're not fasting hoping he'll like 
love us a little bit more. What? Father is good. I'm going to love him more. Why are we fasting? For the purification of our heart. Why do we want our hearts to be pure? pure? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Why, why are we fasting? Do not blow off the fasting, because it will purify your heart. Why do we want our hearts pure? So we can see God. Forgiveness is one of these like steps that makes us like God. We're not forgiving each other so that God will like, like us more. It just makes us like him, like similar to him. We're all debtors before God. We owe 10,000 10, talents to him because we have nothing that we have not received from God. Nothing is, nothing is, is ours that hasn't been given as a gift, including like the rain this morning, breath we breathe, which we can't control. You can hold it only for so long. You know, God gives everything to us. The food we eat, the people that are ours. So we want to embrace the fast, the fast and we want to act with piety. You know, we want to do it all, the prostrations, the services, and humbling ourselves. So on this Sunday, the Sunday of forgiveness, the day we've been knocking on the door for and we'll launch into Great Lent tomorrow, we're really, we launch really with this service of forgiveness. Because that attitude of forgiveness, that action of the heart that burns with love for God and neighbor is like we see the end at the beginning here. Like, we can embrace what we're after right here at the beginning and hold on to it all through Great Lent. You know, we are heading towards the cross of Christ, his burial, you know, his resurrection. And that is all action of forgiveness from God. Forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. You know, that would be a good line to uh, adopt feel wronged, Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's not a bad line, right? My spiritual father says to forgive means to lose on the deal. To lose on the deal. You know, we're always making deals. And we're trying to make the deals like if, if we're ethical, like fair. Like we're trying to make them fair. It's perfect, but it's like a win-win, right? That's like what we want to do. And that's fine. Like that's the, that's the way, that's a, that's a good, that's a good path. But when it comes to the Lord, forgiveness, like the deal we're making, we lose a little on the deal when we forgive someone else. You can't say, well, I'm going to forgive you because you've earned it. You have to, like, you have to lose a little. Which means, like, letting go of the grudge, letting go of the pain, even. And that's where we are, embarking on great Lent, asking God for the gift of absolution in exchange for repentance, you know, We'll probably suffer a little in secret. St. Silouan the Athenite says this, that we're going to do this work of Great Lent to receive, and here's the quote, another paradise fairer than the old one, a paradise in heaven where shines the light of the Holy Trinity. I'll read it again. 
St. Silo on the Athenite. We'll receive another paradise fairer than the old, a paradise in heaven which shines the light of the Holy Trinity. So Adam sins, he's, he's lost paradise, he stands outside, and an angel has been put there to guard the path back in. Great Lent is this effort on our part to give ourselves to Christ more, and he'll open for us a better paradise, one more fair, fairer, fairer than the old one. With Christ as our Lord and like brother in humanity, leading us, you know, welcoming us, receiving us, forgiving us, like everything. So embrace great Lent, do everything, do it all, you know, go for it. Don't do it like you've always done it if you've blown it off or a little or something. Go for it, but not because you're gonna be like, I know what soup in the grocery store is Lenten and what's not, you know? Keep the fast for sure, but what's the goal? Purity of heart, why? So we can see God. And that's, that's the stakes we're playing for. Like that's what's on the line here, you know? Do your best. Do your best, and if you fall, get back up. And the Lord will be just with us. He'll be waiting for us, too. It's incredible. So thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.